following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. Johnny, I thought Ryan was supposed to be doing this with us today. Look, I've been telling you, I don't think we need guests because of this very reason. We've been waiting for hours, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, it's already, it, it's already like October, almost Halloween going on now here. Where, where is this guy? I could get into a game of Overwatch 2 quicker than this. <laughs> I could learn how to spell Scooby-Doo quicker than this. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Where's like Brian? It. Oh, hey. Brian! Hey, hey, where where were you? Well, I was, I was sitting in the theater. You know, I was all ready to watch. Let's talk, but no politics, okay? And I was looking around. And I'm like, I'm like, look at all these empty seats. Like, am I, am I early? Am I late? Like, and then I it dawned up. I was at the wrong show. You were, you were. It, it's going to be a mistake there for a while. I know yeah. Apple Podcast has not put up our new logo yet, so. Well, you know, um, even though yeah, I was in the wrong theater, it still felt. Did it? Still felt like like a nice, warm Halloween sweater. Everybody wears Halloween sweaters. That's a thing that the whole world knows about. I want Johnny does that every year. He goes around wearing a Halloween sweater, yelling a hell, shell yeah to everybody. <laughs> shell yeah, dude. <laughs> But come on, let's let's get in here. Let's get this done and uh, let's check out this great spot. Where are the butterfingers? Sold out. Hmm? But try my other 350 candy varieties. I need a crispy, crunchy, peanut buttery butterfinger. I'll give you four fingers. <laughs> Nothing like a butterfinger. From Nestle. Ah, <sighs> butterfinger. Hello, Johnny. Oh. Uh, I guess you could say long time no talk to. I don't know. Even though it just feels like I just recorded with you yesterday. It does feel like that. It really, truly does. But it's been uh, one week since, how did that song go? (laughs) It's been one week since you talked to me. (laughs) Should know. They're Canadian. They used to live right by the border. Oh, the bare naked ladies. Is that who that was? Oh, man. I, I remember when I first heard the name of the band and then I found out. Uh, that they were a band that was, you know, felt lied to by the name. <laughs> Filing a lawsuit. That's what they were. What were they? Fully clothed men. Yeah, yeah, fully clothed men. They weren't even ladies. They weren't even barely naked. Every time I saw them, they were wearing their Halloween sweaters. <laughs> Encouraging people to throw macaroni and cheese on stage. Yeah, yeah. I look. Andrew, who's that talking to us? Oh, that is uh, Brian Finch of Airing Your Grievances. And uh, what's your music one? Uh, the Out of Tune Podcast. Out of Tune Podcast. And he you also crafts and drafts. Yes, yeah. you do. You do craft and draft. But it's not like him crafting, like knitting a Halloween sweater type crafting. It's Oh, no, that's the show years. I want, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, I was gonna ask Johnny if he would narrate uh, while I knit a Halloween sweater. So, have you been in my know. brain? <laughs> I don't know how else you turn a knitting, uh, you know, show into a podcast. Uh, I, having Johnny just narrate, all right. And, uh, one I, would, I would be honored. I do, it's gonna be if real. Can, cool. If you if you look really closely here, there's a oh, that's a cross stitch. That's one heck of a cross stitch. Shell, yeah. <laughs> See, I would do it. I would do it like a golf. Like, oh, you gotta be quiet. No, if you look right here, I just look really. Cl- oh, that needle's going right through. Oh, the crowd is just in in all. I am crying literally as I'm watching this. <laughs> We're here with Emma Thompson. That's a she pumpkin. The, he just did a pumpkin on a sweater. She is the 1983 Crochet Champion of the Year, also 1986 Knitting Runner-Up, and she will be telling us how Brian is doing while knitting his sweater. He's doing really well. I really, really enjoy watching. Oh, that's just a great style he has there. (laughs) This is the other thing I got to run by Brian. Okay, I know you're a Star Wars fan. No, he hates it. 
office you know you have you are you a fan of the office i know it's kind of a give and take thing now that it's become popular watch it all the way through twice okay so there's a new show with steve carell and he plays a therapist it's called the patient and his patient is the guy that played general hawks and i started watching this with my wife and i talked about this last episode with johnny and i can't watch it because all i can picture is michael scott giving therapy to general hawks <laughs> and johnny says he wants that episode that's the show i want that's the show <laughs> that he wants to watch that would be the greatest uh creation of all time <laughs> also won't like han solo like just get into an argument with indiana jones <laughs> yes oh yeah yeah or a multiverse one where where it's kurt russell han solo and Tom Selleck, Indiana Jones. Oh, then we get Nicolas Cage, Superman. <laughs> oh, geez, please don't give me that. <laughs> I recently found out that Bette Midler uh, turned down the lead role in Sister Act. Oh, wow. That's a totally oh. different movie. Yeah, uh, that yeah. is. Yeah. And uh, someone else was in line for, uh, I can never say her name, but she's the, the girl that's also in Hocus Pocus, the bigger gal. Nahimi. Kathy. Oh, Kathy. Yeah. Nahimi, uh, whatever. Jimmy. Yeah. She uh, was not originally um, going to have that role. Instead, they were going to give it to the girl from Hairspray who had her own. Oh, Ricky show. Lake. Ricky Lake. We're actually uh, on Retro Pop coming soon. Uh, we're covering Hocus Pocus. So I've actually been uh, researching it. There's a lot of really fun what ifs there like the original main kid was going to be leonardo dicaprio and he turned yes. it down uh, they were going to give him a lot of money too and he, and he uh, turned it down to do what what's eating gilbert grape uh when he didn't even actually officially have it yet he was just really wanting that role uh the, the uh, bet midler was originally written that role was originally written for cloris leachman and um the reason that the movie got got actually did you guys know that that movie the script for that movie had been around for like 10 years before they even actually made it i could I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And the the guy that directed it was man, I just listened to a podcast on this, so um the guy that directed it was uh, a hair um a part-time hairstylist and also a choreographer, and that was his first time ever directing. Yeah. Which is crazy. But that's why the hair looks so great on that movie though. <laughs> but speaking of Hocus Pocus, since yeah. we talked about Hocus Pocus 2 last episode for our segment, I'm springing this right on Brian. Oh yeah. Of our opening segment, Brian, today for Nostalgia Fix or Cash Grab Dis is we're going to be discussing before we get into the main topic, adult happy meals. You're the guest. You go first. Do you feel that is a nostalgia fix or a cash grab disc? These are real things. This, yes. This now. So yeah. to give you to give you a little background, McDonald's has come out with an adult Happy Meal. They teamed up with some uh, apparel company that I'd never heard of because I'm in yeah. my late thirties, and uh, this company has a design thing where like all the characters on their shirts have four eyeballs. So they're putting out these iconic McDonald's toys that can get in these adult Happy Meals, like Grimace is one of them, for example. And he has, and it's Grimace, but he has four eyes, and they look uh, scary. <laughs> Very. Uh, tra- uh, side note: Trevor, uh, retro Blist fame, got one, and that's the character he got. And he sent me a picture, and I was petrified. <laughs> I am looking this up right now. Yeah, I, I need to have visual. You get- a Big Mac or chicken nuggets, and then it's pretty much just a regular meal, but it's called the adult happy meal. Yeah, it's basically taking a regular adult combo uh, you would get and giving you a toy with it. Do you get beer with it? No, no. I don't think so. I no. don't think that's well, that is a happy meal sometimes. Yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> that's a drinkier dinner night because because I saw somebody tweet out a picture of an adult happy meal and it had. No, no, I know what you're talking about. The Ronald McDonald. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Instead of like a a high, not a high C, a a Capri Sun uh, pouch uh, filled with fruit punch. It it said Modelo on it. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a. I I would buy that. (laughs) Way too often. I did see that, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, basically, it's uh, 
You're taking a, an adult combo that you would normally get and throwing in a toy uh, and charging like a couple extra bucks because of it. It's well, a- there's there's nothing in my being, my essence that ever needed this, so I'm gonna just say this is a cash grab. Andrew, what do you think? I, considering what the toy is, yes, because it, I agree with Brian. This is a crash cash grab disc. Because also, I don't have a problem ordering a regular Happy Meal. Not gonna lie, if I, I ordered if they have a, if they have a cool toy that I want to collect. Uh, if like they do Mario Brothers every once in a while, uh, mm-hmm. your boy gets Mario Brothers. I got Sonic, and then my kids. Yeah, were, I, I did too. My kids are getting to the age where they don't get Happy Meals, and then they were like, "Oh, look at that toy!" And I said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this is mine. You should got a Happy Meal." <laughs> yeah, life sucks for you. See, look, see, Brian's got something too. Yeah, see, yeah. Oh. I bought my bought these for my daughters. Uh, they don't care about the toys, but look at how epic this Bowser Mario Kart see? toy. Yeah, is it's freaking cool. Yeah, dope. Yeah, so. yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I'm with you both. If they had said, "Hey, we're going to bring out these," and the first figures were like just normal, like if they just had two eyes or whatever, <laughs> honestly, I would probably be like, "I'll try one of those. I'll get one of those because you know those are characters from my childhood." Uh, I would be all over that. That is nostalgia. That would be a nostalgia fix. But the fact that they're teaming up with this company that I'm pretty sure you have to be in your mid to lower 20s to even know of uh i'm just assuming i've thrown a lot of shade at a company i've never heard of <laughs> Johnny, maybe uh, they may be doing great for all i know but i just have never heard of them it's just so weird to me that mcdonald's would team up with with some so i'm assuming they're huge right are they, are they like the harry styles i think that i don't know but i know it's big <laughs> called collaboration with the cactus plant flea market yes and it's a fashion label yes yeah, so I only know this because I looked it up after I found out about these Happy Meals. So I don't know who these people are, and Johnny and I are still trying to figure out who Andrew Tate is as well. Oh, I know uh, who he is because I've seen the YouTube videos. Uh, he just hates women for the most part. Oh, okay. I, I told so, you who he was. <laughs> pretty much a guy that's just on YouTube just trying to get money by saying oh, yeah, yeah. good yeah. stuff. Makes I sense. love this headline. It says, McDonald's staff begs people to stop ordering or, or to not to order adult happy meals uh nothing like having publicity already that's going the opposite direction of what you're trying to create you're trying to create buzz which did not work because i didn't know about it until you guys brought it up i thought it was totally fake uh, no it's so real it's already real. kind of not working or kind of is working i don't know i the last i looked you can actually get the toys on this is kind of a tells you how it's doing on ebay but they're going for a like way more than what they cost. Yeah. Uh, so I guess some people are wanting these. I just can't take that uh, four eye thing. It really throws it off for me. I just not for me. And there's no Ronald. I don't think. Right. There's no Ronald in these original four. They do have a hamburger costume. I was looking at this. This. Yeah, but there's uh, like this, they, no, like this. Uh, the website they have McDonald's clothing to go along with this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And there is a little like hamburger. Look how expensive it is, though. Yeah, hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't have you, that. that's ridiculous. That's disposable income. I definitely don't. back in my day. I got my Halloween sweaters from Kmart and I was happy about it. <laughs> you could go to Sears and get yourself a McKids outfit for 20 bucks, shorts and a t shirt. Yeah, I could get me a Halloween costume, be a full fledged Ninja Turtle, and one of those sweaty plastic things and a mask that's going to break the second I put it on for like 15 bucks. <laughs> I was telling telling Matt about that yesterday, Matt Johnson. Uh, and he was like, dude, those things are awesome. And I was like, yeah. And I told him exactly what I said to you. Like, it felt like a thousand razor blades on your face. That yep. rubber band was going to break at any moment. And it felt it like broke breathing or through your a hair. straw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you could lose 10 pounds in a night by just one. Yeah. It's a great, it's really a great weight loss program. Yeah. That Brian, we were all, Brian, we were also talking about. On that uh, Halloween episode, uh, on the costume episode, all the, all these characters we wish we could be, but in our uh, <laughs> present state, we most certainly could not play, play off. Johnny wants to play middle-aged Zelda, where Link is middle-aged. <laughs> where Link has let himself go. <laughs> he just kind of lays around, resting on the laurels of the stuff he's done before. <laughs> he goes down to like the tavern, be like, oh, he's, <laughs> he's beginning how many times now? <laughs> All right, we get it, Link. We get it. 
he picks up his he picks up his quiver and it just limps over. Oh, that's that feels doesn't, like a personal stand up that's like a per- it used to. That's a personal attack, Brian. I don't, <laughs> I don't care for it. I wasn't trying to air anything, I swear. He's airing grievances, I don't care for it. <laughs> but I think so we all come to agreement that this is just that's a trash grab by McDonald's. But I'm so, also torn because what if they start doing really cool toys that I would want? No, because they're just done after that's what I'm saying. October if this 30. fails, if this fails, are they going to try this again? Well, probably not. Because guess what the regular happy meals are this month? Uh they brought well, back the buckets. Yeah. Oh, I got oh, I saw that. I gotta get one of those. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> me as an adult, if I'm going to get a nostalgia fix by getting a happy meal. I'm going to get the bucket. The bucket is more of a nostalgia thing. Last last year, they did a whole nostalgia thing where they had like some of their toys from uh, yesteryears, and I got like one of the the nuggets. Remember the Nugget Kids, and they came those. in costumes. I got one of those, and I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." Only thing I needed was that the the uh, like the French fries that transformed. That's the only thing I needed. <laughs> oh yeah, I love those. Yeah, <laughs> I wish they would bring back Mario three toys. That oh would, yeah, I'd yeah. Be- be excited but for our main topic we are talking about the simpsons treehouse of horrors yes (laughs) i gotta say even though my daughter was born in february during like the syndication run of the simpsons she was born during an episode of treehouse of horror I don't know which one because I was kind of paying it. She's the first one. So I was actually paying attention to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, I think I fell asleep. And number three, I wrote up my, I did my fantasy football research. All right. Kobe Kobe was fantasy football research. I almost won that year. (laughs) I was like, man, if it wasn't so much to cost to have a kid, I should just have a kid every year so I can do fantasy football research. That's you know, an ex- that's expensive that research. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't do it. Does he know this? Does he know this story? Oh, he would love it if I told him. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just tell him all. I thought anytime he's out of line, you just tell him that every time. It's <laughs> then, uh, oh, I do mention though to my middle child because. I'm a Red Sox fan, and the Red Sox won the year my daughter was born, won the World Series the year my daughter was born, and the year Jacoby was born. So my oldest and my youngest and my middle son, I always go, the Red Sox, nobody won, and none of my sports teams won anything the year you were born. <laughs> well, by your notions, I can't have any kids ever because my teams haven't won anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> you are a Tar Heel fan, though, aren't you? That is true, and we yeah. have won a few there. Yeah, recently you do do have a national championship. So. Yeah, that's true. We do have quite a few there, but uh, there, and I think we got one for uh, hockey, the Hurricanes. I think they got one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't you can't say that. You can't say that to Buffalo fans. But didn't we have one though? You, you, you're not you, lying. You, okay. You <laughs> Sabres fans. That's just, that's just yeah. how much it matters to us, Brad. I couldn't even tell you if I was being if I was, if I was right or not. <laughs> You're not the first Hurricane fan, fan to admit that to me. I won't even say I'm a yeah. Hurricane fan. I just pulled for him because it's North Carolina. That's yeah. the only reason. <laughs> I will say, uh, actually, going to a hockey game is a lot of fun. It is. Well, when you finally come up here, we'll take you to one. All right. Actually, that really surprised me how much I enjoyed. Uh, we have a minor league team here, the Checkers, for in Charlotte. And I got to go to one of those games. I actually had a great time. I didn't understand half what was happening, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Best part about hockey. It's the only sport where you can still fight in, and they're like, ah, just go sit down for five minutes. Yeah. I don't even, I still don't know what a hat trick is. Every it's, time I sit in, there's no hats on the, involved at all. <laughs> I said, I do throw hats, though. They I want to see them do some tricks with these hats, though. They're doing nothing. They don't even juggle them. Will we start make this hat disappear. I want to see a great hat trick. When we start our sports <laughs> history podcast, we're going to have to do some hockey stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to, you know, hockey's going to be there. But Treehouse of Horror, I think this was a staple, 100% staple growing up. Uh, it kind of helped. I would say it's even an office, Max. <laughs> I'll show myself out. 
Where's this ask to mute button? <laughs> Never. We can't mute Johnny. I'm half the show now, Brian. I know. I've, I've worn my way into it. <laughs> He's like there now, Brian. He is like here. I'm that rash you can't get rid of. Uh, <laughs> I keep coming back no matter how much Neosporin you put on it. Well, you're you're so lucky that I can't ask for you to be muted. I can only ask for myself to be unmuted. <laughs> is that true? Good. Like you can be like, hey, could you please unmute me? And yeah, Brian, the name of the like show, the Nostalgia Fun House. Yeah. Would it not be? I don't think it would be very fun. If, it would just be a house. Yeah. <laughs> be the nostalgia house. That just sounds yeah. like a house where your grandmother has everything like covered. Also, yeah. And it also smells like mothballs. Yeah. Yeah. We're not the nostalgia house. We're the nostalgia fun house. I put the fun in the fun house, Brian. Yeah. Johnny's middle name, Secret, finally came out. That's right. <laughs> it's fun. Johnny's Secret Fun Townsend. It's actually Lee, if uh, oh. you're keeping score at home. <laughs> Named after Lee Majors, that's true. My mom was a big Lee Majors fan, and that's why I got my middle name Lee. That's right, yep. He fought Sasquatch. Marge Simpson is is, is, they, is having a mini romantic dream about him one time. That's right, yeah. Lee oh. Majors, oh. <laughs> So this was like a, I feel a major Halloween staple or office max, according to Johnny. Uh, <laughs> growing up, right up there with like uh, Airfield's Halloween. Yes. And, yep. Yes. And grape. Uh, what is it? It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm getting yep. to where I mix yep. things up as we got to Scoppy Do. It's, it's the great Garfield, Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see that. But yeah, I miss these. The right, like when shows would have like Halloween specials and stuff, yeah. Like, uh, you know, Bob's Burgers thankfully still does that, so there are yep. shows that still do it. Uh, but it seems like it's a long lost thing. I've been going back and re watching old sitcoms that I was into when I was a kid, and oh, like right now, I'm going through watching Home Improvement, yeah, and they excellent ones, yes, yeah, and they do a lot of really fun Halloween stuff. Roseanne, Roseanne did some, Roseanne. Awesome oh, yeah, yeah, fun. yeah, but Treehouse of Horror, I gotta admit. I probably watched the ones that I could remember. I went through and I went back. They're all on Disney Plus, and I think I could. I think I stopped after maybe thir- twelve or thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, but, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of the what most people consider the. You know, after ten years, it kind of starts going yeah. uh, downhill. As a lot of fans think. I still think there's some pretty classic stuff that happens after that. It's some pretty funny stuff, but. Uh, if I'm being honest, most of the funny gags I remember are from those first ten seasons. Easily, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking. We were talking before Brian joined us. I don't think if it was for Treehouse of Horror, I don't think I'd really know who Edgar Allan Poe is and the whole thing with the Raven. And I don't think I'd be as invested as Twilight Zone in the Twilight Zone uh, as I am now, yeah. because yeah. of just. These doing parodies of them and then me wanting to see the original so I can understand better. It's kind of like the whole reason why I went back and watched the old Dune so I can understand an episode of South Park. But oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's I, that's where I got a lot of out of these and then the little gags and everything else that goes along with them. And the characters don't change. So it just feels like it's a normal everyday life for them but all this stuff is happening and then you get introduced with krang and krodos and the aliens and everything else yeah it's really the history of it is also very fun because when they came up with the idea a lot of the writers were actually really stressing out because you're taking this thing that's technically only like 20 something minutes long and you're dividing it up three ways well even less than that too because you got the intro yeah and so you got to write these really short form stories and that's a lot of pressure because they still have to be funny uh and they got to be you know still feel like the simpsons and all this stuff so it wasn't until uh matt graining was like uh this doesn't have to be canon (laughs) so so they're really like you can pretty much do whatever you want you know and that's basically what opened the doors for these and uh so it's called the true house of horror though technically only one of the uh one of these ever took place in a treehouse that's the very first one yeah it was actually called the Simpsons Halloween special or something like that before then. Uh, and then they changed it to that after that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brian, I was watching that first one 
And I couldn't, uh, I mean, I was flabbergasted by, uh, first of all, it'd been a while since I've seen it, but like most of my memories from tree houses are from these first two ones. Uh, you know, I was kind of joking around with you guys first. One of my favorite gags in all Simpsons is when we first meet the aliens and they're beaming the family up and they start to beam up Homer and they can't quite do it. So they got to have that second tractor beam to beam the big boy up. And that gets me every time. <laughs> that is one of those I, things, though, with Treehouse of Horror that I realized, like, I would quote things and someone would be like, what are you quoting? I'm like, The Simpsons. And they're like, I don't remember that episode. I'm like, it's a Treehouse of Horror. So it, I don't know if everyone remembers, but they always stood out to me. Like some of those lines that, I, I mean, obviously we're going to get into it, but I just like they stuck in my brain and just like upper echelon comedy just the way they were able to weave in the jokes while maintaining a, a good, fun, spooky storyline. Yeah, there's a lot of really uh, many jokes that I think you got to go back and watch for a second time because you probably miss them the first time. Mm -hmm. You know, I was telling uh, Andrew, like the one that I literally had on while I was going into this Zoom was the, um, I think it's the fifth one. Uh, it's either the fourth or the fifth. It's the one where uh, Flanders is the devil. It's that one. Yes. And it's just so good. There's so many really quick lines. Like there's one part where he shows up at Homer's work and, uh, and the, and, you know, and uh, they see him there and, and, and um, oh, I'm blanking on the boss's name. What's the old man's name? Mr. Mr. Burns. Thank you. Mr. Burns. Uh, he was, uh, you know, goes who I like to cut of that man's jib <laughs> and Smith is like, he's your 11 o'clock, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a quick there's one really quick line where he shows up where flanders the devil shows up at the simpsons house and he goes oh hey bart <laughs> like he already knows who bart is <laughs> yep yep that that is uh that's a great episode um that's one of my favorites and specifically that part of that episode where there's a trial to save homer's soul yeah. mm -hmm. so they're lining up some of the like quote-unquote worst people in oh. history and so Lizzie Borden's there, which is hilarious. Um, the 1976 Philadelphia Flyers are there. <laughs> of course, um, they have to be. And then my favorite. So like they're you're showing up, they're introducing the jury, and Marty get to the last one, and it's Blackbeard. And Marty goes, "I'm sorry, Mister Blackbeard, we ran out of chairs. This is the only one we got." <laughs> and it's a high chair. <laughs> he utters. Yar, this chair be high, he says I. <laughs> See, I love the Philadelphia Flyers in there. <laughs> well, they would do that gag kind of a couple of times because there's one, uh, it's not a true house of horror, but there is an episode where that, uh, where it's kind of like, um, his Homer gets a new job, yeah, that boss is, uh, kind of like a James Bond villain, basically. But he gives them what football? He gives them a football team. He gives them the Broncos, and he's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> and he won't get, and he wants the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it's the Scorpio episode. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Mister Scorpio, you got any sugar? Sugar, sure. Let's see. Hey. And he pulls it out of his pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, when man. I originally brought up possibly uh, hopping on with you guys and talking Simpsons, actually, it was just it was back in the original show that I attempted to go watch. Um, and Andrew's like, oh, yeah, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, and then it got to, like, all of a sudden I realized, I'm like, oh, crap. Like, Halloween's, like, here. Oh, I know we can spin this. So all, all these Treehouse of Horrors that we can go through are just, like, in my opinion, some of the best Simpsons episodes, period. Like, especially the first 12, 13 are just knock out of the park, ridiculously funny. I, because last year I did... I did an episode just based on Halloween specials. We talked about South Park, Garfield. But I think this is the king of all Halloween specials for anybody in our age group is the Treehouse of Horror. This is what you looked for. This is what you waited for. And my favorite episode is one that I still talk to my friend about today is the Krusty Doll. Yes. yes. And, you know, just that whole and it. The whole exchange with him and the shopkeeper where he's like, where he's like, but the, but the doll is evil. And Homer's like, that's bad. But it comes with the free Frogert. That's good. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, and, oh, I forgot what something else. And then he's the like, Frogert is cursed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, that's bad. But it comes with the free topping. That's good. But the topping contains 98 benzoate. Can I go now? <laughs> like it just that whole exchange is hilarious. 
And I love how the fix was Marge just calls. And, and the guy comes and he's like, oh, see, here's the problem. You had, to, you had to put on evil. And he just flicks a switch like it's any random toy. He's like, all of a sudden, good again. My favorite part of that one is where he goes, quote unquote, home. And it's that dollhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just talks about how he's had such a hard day when uh. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting on it, Homer. Uh, <laughs> so great. Homer made me wash his back. Uh. That was great in the Bart zone. The Bart zone, the Twilight Zone one, where they're all trying to please Bart, and he's like, "It's been 365 hours of just nonstop action." Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go get some more of those over-the-counter caffeine pills from Sideshow Bob or Sideshow Bell. I think it, yeah, it's Sideshow Bell at that point. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like. Uh, completely melting his <laughs> face is just done because he knows if he goes off air. That crusty the clown one, uh, they call it the that particular part of the episode is called Clown Without Pity, and it's based off of Living Doll and Child's Play. I like it. Wikipedia kind of breaks it down of what they're based off of. Um, my favorite part in that, and it is one of my favorite of all time in Simpsons. Homer's just in the tub. He's <laughs> My baloney has a first name, it's H-O-M-E-R. My baloney has a second name, it's H-O-M-E-R. <laughs> and I actually, back in the day, uh, would go down, go and download uh, wave files of different Simpsons quotes, and I put them on a CD-ROM, and I would listen to it on my ride into school on the bus with my Walkman. <laughs> I would just be listening to just random Simpsons quotes. And I, I realized, I'm like, wow, a lot of those are from Treehouse of Horror. I love the, the shitting. And I, and I like <laughs> the shitting because they just, they just came out right at it, and they're like, don't you mean the shiny? They're like, whoa, we're not trying to get into trouble here. It's the shitting. And you go over to the typewriter and you're ready to see the classic, you know, all work and no play makes makes Jack a dull boy. And then all of a sudden it's like just written all over the place. <laughs> it's like said something about Mark says something about going crazy and he's like, Don't mind if I do. That's the one I quote all the time. Yeah. Is that one when someone's like, yep. You're acting crazy. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> or when they're in the elevator. And they're like, oh, normally the blood gets off on a different floor. <laughs> <laughs> no beer, no TV, make Homer something, something. <laughs> or the nostalgia of going back and watching it is the race between Bob Dole and Bill Clinton. Yes. Okay, I completely forgot about Bob Dole other than Norm MacDonald doing the Bob Dole character on SNL. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Yeah. That's the one where Homer gets the awesome line at the end. Don't blame me. I voted for Kang. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and the, I love it when they're when they're standing there and they're like, Well, you have to vote for one of us. They're like, No, we don't. It's a two party race. I'll vote for a third party. And they're like, uh, oh, no, I don't think I am. And you see Ross Perot punch through his like hat. <laughs> He's so mad nobody's <laughs> gonna vote for him once again. The, oh, man. Those were like the little ones that I just I just really really enjoyed out of like going back and watching them. And the, the Bad Dream House is great too with the whole Anvilleville horror and the very first one that you see. Yeah, because yeah. it just makes one of everything where the house would rather implode on itself. <laughs> <laughs> and the ancient area Indian burial ground gets me because I never as a kid. I mean, this probably I think this came out of what. 89 88 yeah Yeah. and then i never noticed that in the ancient indian burial ground underneath there you see a tombstone of mahatma gandhi (laughs) (laughs) you can't argue with that one yeah there's there's so many fantastic tombstone gags throughout the trials of horror like it's that's what got me uh really loving those type of gags you know <laughs> like when i'm like i told you i was sick stuff like that just makes me laugh and it's because of trials of horror and those ones they'd always have they're always great the intros they they like to be able to tr- you're they're constantly trying to one-up themselves like with the intros because they were always so crazy over the top i mean they did it on the regular episodes but the the treehouse ones were always just so i mean to use a modern word they're so extra there was just so much more going on 
and, and and then even going into the credits, like they're always messing around with the names in the credits, you know, Mel screaming Brooks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Back groaning. Matt, Matt, he always has some good ones. My favorite one though is just like Matt merchandising grading. <laughs> you <laughs> know that is, a, that is one of my favorite was the 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 Paul the monkey's Paul one where they yeah. get wishes and like we want us to be famous and everybody just hates them. <laughs> and then Lisa Lisa wishes for world peace, and yeah. so that everyone's marching off to go get rid of their guns. And I remember. <laughs> The Simpsons are all lining up with their guns, and Marge tosses in a shotgun, and then Lisa tosses in something, and Bart tosses in like a whole bunch of different things, and then Maggie pulls something out too, like a handgun, and tosses. That was with the zombie one where Homer's just shooting everybody. They're like, "How'd you know he was a zombie?" I did. I think he shot Flanders. He shot Flanders. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! You shot zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. (laughs) Stuff like that, or the witch one, where Marge is the witch. It's kind of like the only one, but that's still good. Homer has great in that one where they're like, they're like, "Who, who do we want to say is a witch?" He's like. I nominate Goody Flanders, and they're all like, oh, because he does it every single time. <laughs> Anytime you get Homer, you know, just Homer Flanders jokes are the best. Um, one of my favorite ones, uh, rewatching this is, is where Homer is King Kong. Yeah, and he's climbing the building, and he's running, and he's really got to stay right because it's just a lot of work, and he's really out of shape. And, and then when he falls, it's revealed that he barely got off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so like, funny. Yeah, that's a great reveal. Well, this is the first time the Simpsons kind of went 3D as well. Yeah, that was an awesome really episode. Crazy. That was like mind blowing. Watching that the first time, yeah, yes, it was mind blowing. <laughs> it was mind blowing and weird. I remember before the episode even aired, like it was, uh, it had a like people were talking about it because they were kind of you know pumping it up, like hey, we're going to do this on this episode, and it was very early when it comes to computer animation type mm-hmm. stuff. So that was really, in a way, for television especially, it was groundbreaking. What is it? What is it? I think it was. Is it the time and punishment one where he keeps on going back in time with the toaster? Oh my god! Yes, yeah. And he and he's like, he's like, remember what your my father told me on the wedding day? If you go back in time, don't kill anything. And then he like stepped on something, he killed it. And he goes back, and it's like twenty different ones. And then he finds like the most peaceful one where his family's all sitting around the table, mm-hmm. and he's asking them. And then all of a sudden he ask about donuts and they're like donuts what's donuts and just because of donuts he leaves and then all of a sudden it rains donuts and marge is like raining again yeah (laughs) then he goes back in the time he just starts beating the crap out of everything another another great reveal to me too is the it's the dreaming one and bart's nightmare and Oh. And you know it's the one where people we've already kind of alluded to it where like everybody's kind of tiptoeing around him because mm-hmm. he can because he's got these powers. But then like uh, you know they're like oh I think he just wants his dad's love. So Homer starts hanging out with him even though he's a jack in the box now, and uh, they actually start getting along. And Homer goes I love you son. And then that's when Bart wakes up and just screams <laughs> like that was the scariest part for him <laughs> was his dad showing actual affection. <laughs> I I like the incorporation of Willie, like with the shinning, and then even the yeah. nightmare on Evergreen Terrace, where he's like burning to death, and oh, uh, Principal Skinner's like, wait a minute, Willie, Mister Van Housen has the floor, and he and he's talking while this man is dying. He's like, I, can we can we have uh can we make sure we release the lunch menus a week in advance because i really don't like it if melhouse has two spaghetti dinners on the same day and i'm like (laughs) that was just like the funniest thing to me because he's just sitting there burning and he's talking about making sure his son doesn't have two spaghetti meals in one day that's just a good parent though you know really yeah that okay (laughs) i could see it now mr van housen yeah you gotta put your kids first but and then when they start eating all the kids 
and yes. any little thing happens, they're like, go. <laughs> go to detention. <laughs> it's four kids in a class. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Brian, what are some of your favorite ones that you can remember? Yeah, we've already kind of hit a lot of the ones that like I, I have to watch before Halloween. Like I have to cross them off the list. Um, and I'm with you, Johnny, on the fact that the, the anytime the aliens show up is always one of my favorites. Like we yeah. already mentioned it, but when they uh, the monkey paw episode after Lisa wishes for world peace, that's the last wish. And the aliens go, the humans got rid of their weapons. Now's their chance. And so they zoom down to Earth and they take over the Earth because they can't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. They Homer gets mad. No, it isn't the last wish. Homer has the last wish and he wishes for like a turkey sandwich or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's dry. That, and everything, remember the, the thing with the monkey paw is there's always something bad that happens yeah. with your good intention. He <laughs> wants a turkey sandwich and it's a, it's a little dry or is missing mayo or something. And he like gets that. really angry about it. So he throws it over the fence to Flanders' side because he's bad at it. He throws it over and then it renews itself and immediately Flanders is like, well, let's get rid of uh, these pesky aliens. And you had just seen, it's <laughs> so stupid. But you had just seen Mo running down the street with an alien chasing him with like a ray gun. And he's like running away in terror. And then Ned makes his wish. And automatically, humans realize that they still need weapons. So then you see the alien running away. And Mo's got a board with a single nail on it trying to chase him down. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that always made me laugh so hard. There, there was one I never watched that I got to and I can't find it but i thought it was cool because they oh no that was a dip that was oh no that was in there i'm pretty sure it was marge brought down like a the way disney plus works it like it just runs into it no matter what so i watched some regular episodes going this is a weird treehouse of horror uh, <laughs> and then it, it's a stopwatch but they got it from an old comic book advertisement right that I thought was cool just for that. But then also it took them so long to repair the watch after it broke. And they're like super old. And at the end, they're like, why is Bart so old? <laughs> why is he so <laughs> old and shaggy? But they ended up getting Martin killed over it. <laughs> How about uh, when 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 uh, Homer's inside the Quickie Mart and Snake comes in and <sighs> he gets shot. And then he, his hair is used as a transplant for Homer to get new hair. And then he inherently takes on the snake persona. <laughs> and at the end, he, he realizes like they're like, tell him like, dad, it's the hair, it's the hair. So he grabs the hair and he rips it out. And then it's actually like its own like thing. It's like it's like forms its own hands and legs and stuff like that. And it actually picks up a gun and starts shooting. <laughs> I love how they call out Bart in there. They're like, there's all these witnesses. And don't forget Bart Simpson behind the, behind the aisle over there. I mean, like, there's so many, so many great little jokes. There's that one again where the Simpsons are, you know, they wish to be famous and the people are talking about how much they hate them. And one of the gags is, and this is in the heyday of Simpsons being everywhere. And one of the gags was $18 for a t-shirt. <laughs> and it was a Simpsons shirt. <laughs> It's a good deal now. Actually, yeah, now that sounds that's, really that's good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you could get the knockoff ones. Oh yeah, man. The Bart peed on a lot of stuff on a lot of back windows. I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> so it was either Bart or Calvin. One of those two were always peeing on something. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of Fords and Chevrolets got peed on. Uh, but remember, what's the episode? I don't remember the episode name of. I mean, they're always numbered, but like when they break them down. When all the advertisements come to life, oh, that was oh, great! Like, yes, yeah, B- the big boy, <laughs> yeah, <with laughs> the, life. See, that's like the hidden message in this, where they're like, "We want these advertisements to go away," and Lisa goes to the advertising person. He's like, "We'll just stop paying attention to them." Yeah, and it's like that little sublim- hidden subliminal message in there as well. But then all of them start dying off, and we're still staring at going, "Ooh, it's sprinkles!" It's like, "Dad, quit looking at them." I also kind of wish that that Rob Zombie's Monsters movie had looked at the Treehouse of Horror episode where 
um, you know, uh, they take Homer's brain and put it in the robot. Because <laughs> that's how you do it. Because that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so monsters. I will say that the the best episode is Homer and the Devil. Yeah, that's so, my favorite. It is. I've watched the other ones. I've tried some new ones along the way, but I keep going back to that one as just like an epitome of like, you guys crushed this. So like each part is so good, especially the devil part. And it has the best ending of any Simpsons story, which is Homer wanted donuts, right? That's what started this whole thing was selling his soul for a donut. You find out that Marge actually owns his soul. Homer sold his soul to Marge a long time ago. She owns it. So the devil pissed off goes, well, then I'll be hexed upon your head. You have a donut for the rest of your life. And his head turns into a donut. <laughs> they go to like the next morning and, and Homer's picking at his own head and eating it. <laughs> Homer, stop picking your head. Oh, but I'm so tasty. His defense, I think I do and that too. You look outside and now the cops are out there with cups of coffee. <laughs> He's got to come out sometime, boys. <laughs> it's all, that episode also has the part where, like, he's in hell and they're trying to, <laughs> and they're trying to, like, you like donuts, huh? So they keep getting them donuts. <laughs> the machine's just like, lark, lark, lark. <laughs> the guy's getting mad. Yeah. And the guy's getting mad because it's not real torture to Homer. He's, yeah. he's enjoying every moment of it. What's the one where. Bart has the brother. Oh, <laughs> then Professor Hibbert realizes yeah, that that's, what, that's an early one. He, yeah, he realizes that it's the wrong. Like you think that that brother is the evil one, but it's, but the ending is no. It's it's the one we all know. It's the evil one. Yeah. 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 And, and he's like, "Can I have some?" And he's like, "No, finish your fish heads." <laughs> I love that one and the fly. And Homer bought the transporter for thirty oh, yeah. cents. <laughs> I think the best part of that one is where he tries to line it up so he could go pee in the living room into the toilet. Oh yeah. And he's talking to Marge about something. And he puts his hand right there. And Lisa's like, ow, somebody just punched me. <laughs> You're like, oh, there's just so many great little jokes in these. I mean, even back, you know, when he buys the the paw, the monkey paw, and he takes it back to the family, and and Marge is like, "Where'd you get that?" And he goes, "I got it from." <gasps> it disappeared because you see the swirly thing, you know, like it's not there. And then the camera just pans over, and goes, "No," and the guy goes, "No, I'm I'm over here." <laughs> <laughs> so he just looked in the wrong place. <laughs> but that's the stuff you got to do. <laughs> oh, it's the th- the thing and I. Is the one where Bart and the clone. Yeah. Bart, yeah. I'm sorry, Bart and his, his twin, twin brother. Twin brother Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> There's just so many good ones. I like it when they do stay tuned. You've seen the movie Stay Tuned. Yeah. And they do going through each episode of things. The Bart Zone one is good too when he's watching football. <laughs> and he's like, if they make the field goal, I win. And all of a sudden he, you hear the little like shake. And then they're like, oh, oh my goodness. And the ball's turning into an overweight, <laughs> overweight middle-aged oh, yeah. fat man. <laughs> and he goes, and he hits, and he, and he hits the poles. It doesn't make him, it's no good. <laughs> oh man, it's so great. Yeah. Also a nice little side bit of trivia in the very first Trios of Horror, uh, this man has been kind of uh, going through all my podcasts. We've been talking about him here lately. Uh, one of the guest voices was James Earl Jones. The man himself. He played one of the aliens, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because he also did the Raven story, too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's what drew me to it. Maybe if it was anybody else, I would have been like, ah, well, this is stupid, this whole Raven thing. But yeah, hearing uh, Mufasa and Darth, and Darth Vader, Vader. Yeah. <laughs> read it off. That Darth Vader costume was great that I showed you yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Vader. <laughs> but this is definitely a classic part of just growing up childhood no matter which one it is like i said even though i know i stopped watching them and i don't look forward to them as much as i used to but i kind of do want to keep on watching them, even though i feel like they fell off like you said yeah. after 10 years or something something's got to give at some point but some of them were still pretty good like i'd like to see this et go home one I think you'll still find some really good gags in them. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be something in even episodes today that'll kind of make you chuckle at least. 
which is more than you say for some shows, especially for shows that's been around for 30 plus years. So. Right. <laughs> My favorite tidbit to always tell people about Simpsons is that the first four seasons, maybe five seasons, Conan O'Brien was one of the lead writers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you got that mastermind. You know, a, I think he graduated. Did he graduate from Harvard? He did. Yeah. 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 Like ridiculous, smart. And just you know, he was also on S. He wrote for SNL, yeah. and yeah. So if you got that guy in, in the in the writers' room, I'm sure once he left, there's plenty of other guys that just hopped on his coattails and it's like, just do what Conan did, man. Just <laughs> think of something that's super stupid in your head and then say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Conan or Conan? It's Conan. Conan. Yeah. Conan. We Conan. Had- Conan is a barbarian. He is. He is very tall. So yeah. six six. Or yeah, Conan's really tall. Yeah. Movieweb.com did the top seven. Oh, the episodes of Treehouse. Yeah, they did whole episodes. So number seven is season ten, which would have been Treehouse of Horror nine. Hmm. Is the Hell to Pay that we talked about? Yeah. Terror of Tiny Toon, the Stay Tuned, and I. Can't remember what Starship Poopers were. <laughs> That's what Maggie Maggie was actually. Marge was impregnated oh, by the aliens. Yes, that's great too. When he's giving her the choices, and he's like behind a portal theater, <laughs> and he starts trying to like put moves on her. Yeah, I love like she sprouts a tooth, and then all of a sudden she can. She talks like this. <laughs> Hello. Uh, this one I never, I didn't see. It. Number six was Treehouse of Horror, nineteen season twenty, and this one has how to get ahead in advertising. It's a great. Oh, see, I would love to see this one. It's a Grand Pumpkin Mel House, <laughs> as well as the Untitled Robot parody, which I guess is something about Transformers. Number five is Treehouse of Horror, seven season eight, The Thing and I. The Genius Tub, which is absolutely great, the parody of a Twilight Zone episode where Lisa's tooth grows a society. Yeah. And yes. every time they show on Screen Crush the Quantum Realm city that they're like, this could be Kang's, I think of this episode of The Simpsons because it's yes. just a tiny city. And uh, The Little People and Citizen Kang, which we talked about. Number four is Treehouse of Horror 5, The Shinning, Time and Punishment, and Nightmare Cafeteria. What's Nightmare Cafeteria? I don't That's know. the one where they're eating the kids. Is they they have the grade F meat. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so they start killing the kids. Like they killed Uter and made them into, <laughs> into like bratwurst and stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I think of the cafeteria and, and Simpsons, I instantly think of Homer's why are my bones so or Barcism, why, why are my bones so brittle? I always drink plenty of milk. <laughs> Rat milk. <laughs> Every time I eat like a fish fry, I always, though, when I go to tartar sauce, all I can ever think about is Mr. Burns going, let them have their tartar sauce. Yes. <laughs> ketchup, 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 ketchup. Brendan, I used to do that all the time. Uh, Treehouse of Horror 28, The Sweets Hereafter. Now I got to actually watch these. Exorcist. Yeah. I looked at that list too and I was like, oh, this has got a bunch of ones I have not watched. And then number two is Treehouse of Horror number one. That's Bad Dream House, Hungry Are the Damned, and The Raven. And then number one is Treehouse of Horror four, season five. Thank God I'm like into sports so I can read Roman numerals. <laughs> and that, where they didn't really show that one. Uh, but that's the one with the, the, the Devil Flanders, right? No. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, season yeah. three, I think that one is. Yeah, see, or five. Five? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah remember the first season didn't have one. That's yeah. right. This is what throws it off, yeah. Yeah, de- um, yeah, season five for Devil and Homer Simpson, Terror at Five and a Half Feet, which is great because that's oh, a yeah, yeah. parody. Bart Simpson's Dracula and <laughs> a War Per War Per Rounds, which I think is, that's the one with the 3D, isn't it? It's got it. Uh, I thought that was whatever one that, that where Homer turns 3D. He, that's the last segment in that episode, that yeah. version of Treehouse. It must be. It must be because this is the only one that has four segments in it that I can see. One I want to make sure we mention um, says here season 12, 
Treehouse of Horror 11. You got Ghost Dad, Scary Tales, Kingdom True, and then my favorite, which I completely forgot about Wait. to look at the list, Night of the Dolphin, where this dolphin communicates with Lisa and convinces her to let him free from like an uh, aquarium or whatever. And then he goes and he brings this like dolphin army to go take over the world. They all end up back. They all end up in the water. <laughs> Way to go, Lisa. Or she, yeah. I remember Homer saying something like that. Like, way to go, <laughs> go Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> Simpsons really did do everything. Yeah, they did. Simpsons <laughs> did it. Simpsons did it. Because that part even had that, where the where a well told Kyle, <laughs> "Save me!" And they, and they sent the well to the moon. <laughs> I yes. love that. <laughs> so you fly, you'll fly to the moon, sea, moon. <laughs> Oh man. I love South Park. That should be another episode in itself right there. Oh yeah, for sure. But thank you, Brian, for coming on and Oh, thanks bringing... for having me. This was yeah. good laughs. Good time. Good. Is there anything you wanna wanna plug right now or um you know what I can uh because of the b- glorious fourth wall. Uh go back and check out uh, our old stuff from crafting and drafting and enjoy season three. Uh we are underway. Crafting and Drafting is back, doing airing of Grievances once a month with Johnny over there and our good friend Matt Johnson. Um, just once a month, nice and easy. We don't, you know, we know Star Wars fandom has got its own stuff already. So we're just kind of riding the coattails there. Um, kind of okay with no one paying attention to us and we just do it for ourselves. But if you feel like tuning in, <laughs> you know, we should, I feel like we do a pretty good job, Johnny, right? I think so. I like to point out a lot of stuff. Uh, in these star wars films i mean i wax poetic about porkins for a long time so yeah, yeah. if you enjoy that kind of nerd them uh, please join us <laughs> and then uh the once a month uh music podcast i do with some of my really good friends um all brand new podcasts are that which is my favorite thing about is that none of them had ever done their own shows before and now they do a once a month with me where we just talk music we pick an album to review. We kick out some uh, undeserving artists from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's my favorite part. Uh, we have voted out U2, uh, Green Day, uh, some other ones that I'm sure are pissing people off. But uh, check. <laughs> Oddly enough, out of those two, I'd keep Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> Personally. You know what you had before we Before we were recording, I was playing Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, and they oh. play his, all of his songs in 16-bit, and they were playing Beat It. But I wasn't singing "Beat It" in my head. I was singing, singing "Eat It." it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like going through the whole Captain Crunch raisin bran. You want no Captain Crunch, no raisin bran? And I'm like, no, that's not the song I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah, I'm also like I love Weird Al so much that uh, the main songs I usually sing as as his songs instead like american pie is, is never american pie to me it's 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 you know hey hey this your anakin guy it's that for me all the time that's the best. that's a good one that's an underrated one. Oh yeah running with scissors is an underrated album hey, maybe Brian's- vader someday later yeah have but for done, now have done weird l yet have we done no we were gonna we actually were gonna try and uh tear some of his songs yeah the, Brian, does that sound fun to you? Yeah. <laughs> it does sound fun to me. Uh, I my favorite original one that he ever did was the night the reindeer died. Oh, the night the Santa went crazy. Yeah, yes, that's a yeah. great one. Oh, I'm that sorry, did I just did I just name drop the movie from Scrooge? I think I did. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> that's so. what yeah. the name of the, the one Christmas movie, the night the reindeer died. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, that does happen in that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would go see that. A lot of stuff we've yeah. done on the oh, show. But... Wait, is that Lee Majors? Full circle. I just brought us back to Lee Majors. Lee Majors is a star in that made-up movie. Did we time travel? <laughs> Lee Majors was also a majority owner of the Los Angeles Express. Oh. The original USFL. He lost a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I, and the only reason why I know that is because in the 30 for 30, Elway to Marino, Dan Marino mentions that's only one of the reasons why he went out to Los Angeles oh, <laughs> to man. meet with the Express. Because he was like, I got to meet Lee Majors. That was fun. Yeah, that's a lot of we're, we're having a lot of good hockey talk on this channel, on this, on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Whose balls the devil? <laughs> but 
thank you once again, Brian, for coming on. And remember to check out the Nostalgia Funhouse Patreon that is up and going. Uh, Johnny and I are working on some stuff for that as well. Uh, go check. Yeah, as soon as as soon as we get some patrons on there, we're going to have some exclusive audio for you for only a dollar a month, and you get all that free fun stuff. We got some really great ideas coming your way. Maybe we'll maybe we'll give you a little bit of a spinoffs or stuff that you would that you would probably might want to watch, like you know Michael Scott giving General Hawks therapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I think it's worth a dollar. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. That's what, oh, we should do that before every single one is do the classic RoboCop. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> but go check out the Patreon. Uh, like Johnny said, dollar a month. We're going to put up some content in there. Go check out the YouTube channel, Facebook page. And remember, every Sunday, BICBP Radio Network, Apple Podcast. Spotify, even though Apple Podcasts, I don't know if the time at the time of this recording has not changed our logo over. Spotify has Apple Podcasts, what's going on? Uh, but other than that, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Don't mind if I do. (laughs) 